0: Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huddle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. How many paydays have gone by since you promised yourself you'd start saving money? Too many, huh? Oh, I know. Your paycheck is gone before you realize it happens all the time, but what will you do when an emergency comes up, when you need some money fast? If you'll take my advice, you'll be prepared. Start today to buy United States Savings Bonds through the Payroll Savings Plan. That's the easy, the automatic plan that provides income for your future and cash when you need it. Just ask your employer to save a few dollars from each paycheck. You won't even miss them. When enough money has accumulated, he'll buy your savings bonds for you regularly. That's all there is to it. And when those bonds mature, you'll get back $4 for every $3 you've put in. So sign up for the payroll savings plan where you work, or the bond a month plan where you banked. You'll feel more secure tomorrow if you buy United States savings bonds today.
1: came, Molly. I brought it in.
2: Good. Anything interesting for change?
1: Looks like about the usual prop. Bill from Kramer's Drugstore, second notice from the gas company, third notice from the light company. Here's the red envelope. Final warning from the water company. And hey, here's a postcard.
2: Well, wonderful. Some real mail, huh?
1: Oh, gee whiz, it's from Uncle Dennis.
2: Bless his heart. Where is he? Oh, St. Louis.
1: It says, dear niece and nephew, having a wonderful time here. X marks my room.
3: Oh, you see the picture? Hotel, is it?
1: Brewery. Says, please excuse pencil. My pen is dry, so am I. Must go now. (laughs) Love, Uncle Dennis.
2: You know, the poor lad, he always had trouble with that dry throat of his. I think it must be his signature. Yeah,
1: sure. He could always think of a reason. Where are you going?
2: Out to the kitchen. I've got to put the groceries away.
1: Okay, Tootsie. I'll open up the rest of these bills and file them away. Probably ought to pay this water bill pretty soon. This final warning usually means they're kind of annoyed. Come in.
4: Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi. Ah,
1: hello there, teeny. Come right in. Okay. Pull up a chair and fill me in on the latest developments. What's new with the Jackson jump rope crowd? Hmm? I says, what you been doing lately? Anything interesting?
4: Well, I've been getting ready, mister.
1: Ready? For
4: what? I'm I'm having a birthday on the 14th, I betcha. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: what, what are you doing? Ironing your new party dress? No. Painting your
4: toenails? (laughs) No, I'm making something. Oh, what? Room in my closet for the presents.
1: Oh. (laughs) Expecting a lot of presents, are you?
4: I don't know. I've only been to three houses so far, and I have to be home for dinner in an hour.
1: Oh, well, then don't let me detain you, sis. I can see where you've got a busy afternoon ahead of you. You run along then, huh?
4: Thanks, mister. And listen, now, uh, mm-hmm. you don't have to get me a present if you don't want to.
1: Oh, I understand that's sis. I realize this call puts me under no obligation, moral or otherwise. Hmm? I says I know I don't have to if I don't want to.
4: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't have to. But in case Mrs. McGee wants to get me one, tell her anything she picks up will be all right.
1: Well, that's very generous of you.
4: It doesn't have to be a pogo stick.
1: Oh, ghost stick.
4: Like the one Willie Troops has that his father bought him at the Bon town with the bell on top that he never lets me ding. Bell, huh? Doesn't have to be that. hmm Just anything. I see. It's not the gift, it's the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Bye.
1: So long, Teenie.
4: <laughs>
1: Molly.
2: Yes, dearie. What is it?
1: Teenie was just here, the kid from across the street.
2: I thought I heard her. What you want?
1: Well, I'm not sure, but I think it was a pogo stick with a bell on top that goes ding. Hmm? Come on downtown with me, and I'll tell you all about it on the way. <laughs>
2: The Bontana's proud proudest day.
1: Yeah, Teenie must have told more people than she thought.
2: <laughs> you know, I just can't get over that little rascal stopping in to remind you to get her a present for her birthday. Yeah. Real subtle, huh? Yeah,
1: a lot of subtle as a jury summons. She's a cute kid. All right. I'm making something, she says.
2: <laughs> Room in my
1: closet for presents.
2: <laughs> you know, I had no idea it was her birthday again. Yeah. Time flies, so. Mm-hmm.
3: What day did she say?
1: The 14th.
2: Goodness, that's this Saturday.
1: That's why I thought we'd better get right on it. We might not get downtown again this week, and if we...
3: Attention, please. Is there a doctor in the store? Is there a doctor in the store? Go to the seventh floor immediately, doctor. We're having a wonderful sale on bandages.
2: The toy department's on the fourth floor, dearie. Let's get over to the elevator. What are you looking at?
1: Christmas cards here.
2: Hey, don't you think we ought to pick out our Christmas cards while we're down here, Molly? It's November, you know. Well, hallelujah. I've been trying to get you to look at Christmas cards since the middle of June. Oh, will you look at the stock. They must have a million of them. Yeah. Too many. Too many?
1: We'd never be able to look through all these today, Tootsie. The store would be closed. We'll come back later. Well,
2: they only got a few left. I get confused this mm. way. Well, I might have known this was too good to be true.
3: Attention, shoe department. Mr. Leatherby, shoe department. Hereafter, please check all boxes before the customer leaves, Mr. Leatherby. You have just sold your lunch.
0: Well, come on, the elevator's this way. Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Mark Twain used to say, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. We might add, everybody talks about the serious conditions in our schools, but nobody does anything about it. But no, that wouldn't be quite fair. Today, good citizens all over the country are working to improve our schools. It's true that in some of our communities, schools are outmoded, run down, and overcrowded. But in most of those communities, intelligent, responsible citizens are joining together to improve conditions. If you'd like to do your part, join and work with local civic organizations that are trying to make educational conditions better. If you'd like to know what other communities are doing to improve their schools, Just write to the National Citizens Commission for the Public Schools, 2 West 45th Street, New York 36, New York. Remember, better schools build a stronger America.
1: Boy, they sure got a lot of toys in this joint, Molly. Getting ready for Christmas. Don't see any pogo sticks, though.
2: Let's keep looking, Maybe. Oh, here's... Mrs. McDonald, nice to see you. Mrs. McDonald. That old man, McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank's wife? Yes. Her and that high nose of hers. <laughs> Look at the walk on her. The way she struts around here, you'd think she owned the store. She probably does. Her old man has mortgages on every... Attention,
3: please. Will the middle-aged gentleman who left his wallet lying on the lingerie counter please call for it at Lost and Found? It has no name in it, only a note addressed to Dear Sugar Popsy. Oh, great Scott! We'll hold it for you, Popsy. Oh, uh, which way is Boston Lounge? Or, uh, lost and found? Oh, this is... My
2: Kevin, I don't know. That guy
1: seemed disturbed.
3: Probably had all his
2: money in it.
1: Yeah. Doggone it, I wish I could find a clerk around here. You see a clerk any place? No, but one will show up pretty soon. Hey, huh? here's a cute gadget here, Molly. Look at this dart gun. Hey, maybe Teeny would like this instead. No, huh?
2: McGee, those things are too dangerous. No,
1: no, the darts don't even have any points. Just a rubber suction cup on the end, See? Watch, I'll show you how it works.
2: Hey, look at that, Molly. 50 points. Put that thing away, McGee, and let's look for the pogo sticks. The store closes in a half an hour. Hot dog, 100 points that
1: time. I could get good with this thing. McGee,
2: stop fooling with that thing and find a clerk.
1: Just one more try, Molly. I'll get a bullseye. No
2: more. Give me that gun. Look out,
1: Molly. It's loaded. Don't
2: you? Yeah. Good shot, kiddo. You found a clerk. Oh, I'm terribly sorry, sir. I didn't mean to.
3: That's all right, madam. I wouldn't work in this department if I wasn't thoroughly insured. Uh, Is this the toy you wanted for the youngster?
2: Heavens no. It's much too dangerous. On
3: the contrary, madam. It's perfectly safe. Watch how easily I remove the dart from my forehead. I merely grasp the shaft firmly between my fingers and... (laughs) Wow. There we are. Take a look. The bruise is hardly noticeable. Yeah, look at
2: that, Molly.
1: Just a little red welt. I think Teenie would get a big kick out of hearing that thing pop, too. You know how kids like to hear things pop. Do you
2: have any pogo sticks?
3: Yes, we do, madam.
1: I don't see them anyplace.
3: Well, they're in the stock room. We used to keep them on the floor here until that tragic day. What tragic day? The day that gentleman, a Mr. Toops, I believe it was, tried out our superjet model for his little boy. What happened? Oh, complete havoc, sir. Before we could tell him where the spring control was... He bounced down three flights of stairs in and out of the ladies' fitting room and through the second-story window into 14th Street.
1: Heavenly days. Boy, I'd like to saw that. Just kept bouncing, did he?
3: Oh, for a time, it appeared we might have to shoot the stick out from under him to bring him down, <laughs> sir. Oh. Yes. Fortunately, however, one of our salesmen in the Western Department... Got a lasso on him and brought him in.
1: Boy, oh, my.
2: That's
3: all. Oh, they're perfectly harmless if you know how to use them, man Oh,
1: sure they are, Molly. Don't worry about Teenie. I'll teach her how to ride that pogo stick myself. How
2: much is this doll here? Uh, 3 We'll take that.
1: You heard the lady, Buster. Wrap it up. Might as well give it to Teenie this afternoon because she's probably sitting on our steps waiting. Mm-hmm. Didn't waste a minute, Teeny. I and Mrs. McGee went right downtown and bought your present.
2: Yes, we did, Teeny. Betcha. A present?
1: Mm-hmm. Here it is, cute little mama doll.
4: Oh, that's wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's a beautiful present, Mister Miss McGee. What's it for? What's it for?
3: What's it for? Birthday.
1: Yeah. Didn't you tell me you're having a birthday this Saturday?
4: This Saturday?
1: Yeah, this Saturday.
4: Oh no, no, Mister. I'm not having any birthday this Saturday.
2: Why, you came around this afternoon and told me your birthday is the 14th.
4: It is, I betcha. Well?
2: Well, the 14th of this month is Saturday, honey.
4: Oh, this month is November, Miss McGee. My birthday is the 14th of February. That's on a Wednesday. February? I didn't want you to forget. Gee, you're wonderful to buy me this doll, Mr. McGee and Miss McGee. Thanks
2: a lot. Boy, oh, boy. That's all right, honey.
4: I'll see you in February. Bye.
2: Well, of all uh... (laughs) the... Hey, that
1: might be a good gag to pull on old Doc Campbell, you know. it. I wonder if he remembers what day my birthday...
0: Fibber and Molly will be right back. Pleasure-filled entertainment, whether it be music, comedy, or drama, is yours for the listening on the NBC Radio Network. Tune to the station where you hear the familiar three NBC chimes. This fall, the NBC radio network has invested more than $5 million in new programming to make sure that when you tune to this station, you will hear only the best. Tomorrow evening, for example, you're invited to join Frank Sinatra as he portrays footloose and fancy-free Rocky Fortune, an adventurous young man with a penchant for romance and mystery. Each week, Rocky Fortune finds himself a new job, But it's always a job without a future for at least one character in the story. Tomorrow and every Tuesday, it's Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune over most NBC stations. Consult your newspaper for the time of broadcast in your city. And remember, every Tuesday and Friday evenings, there's delightful musical entertainment as Miss Dinah Shore brings you a quarter hour of enjoyable listening. Be sure to tune for the Dinah Shore Show twice each week on the NBC radio network. (laughs) So I
1: called Doc, and I says, my birthday's coming up, and he says, the heck it is, your birthday passed six months ago, he
2: says. <laughs> He's pretty sharp, old Doc. Yes, he is. But
1: while we were talking, he let something slip. His own birthday is on the 12th, and I clean forgot. The 12th? Well, today's the ninth ain't it? We better get up early tomorrow and get right downtown and... McGee,
2: the 12th of what month?
1: Well, that's what I say. We better get up early tomorrow and call him back and ask him what month. (laughs) Nobody's going to put a deal like that over on old dad twice. No. Good
0: night.
2: Good night, all.
0: NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program, transcribed with Cliff Arquette as the clerk and Alvia Allman as the store announcer. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again tomorrow night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Live tonight with Can You Top This on the NBC Radio Network.